It is an absolutely awful story, an awful story that is making headlines all over the world and cities like New York, even newspapers there are writing about this. It is the tragic story of a father, 37 years old, who was murdered outside of a local Starbucks. It has really shaken people. And it's understandable when you hear some of the details. So Paul Stanley Schmidt was stabbed in broad daylight right in front of his fiancée, three-year-old daughter, because he apparently asked a man not to vape in front of his toddler. They were waiting outside the Starbucks. At least that is what we have heard from Paul's mother, Kathy Schmidt. She said she's angry, she's sad, and she's questioning how the circumstances that led to her son's death weren't somehow prevented. It's been extremely difficult. We've we've lost our son, and um, it, it's devastating. It's been senseless crime. Um, Paul lived. Uh, Paul had a great life. He lived for life. He lived for his family, and to have that ripped away from him is just cruel and um, unacceptable. So it, it's heartbreaking, and we are we're we're coping. We're we're trying to deal with it. That is Paul Stanley Schmidt's mother, Kathy Schmidt, talking about his death outside that Starbucks in downtown Vancouver on Sunday afternoon. The family uh, is shaken, obviously, and Kathy was speaking on the phone there to Global News. Now, this stabbing is the fifth, just in the downtown area, uh, since the beginning of the month. I mean, that's crazy, just in the month of March alone. So obviously, we are all starting to question whether enough is being done here to reduce the rate of violent crimes in the city. And you know what? We are here. Maybe you're not here every day. Maybe you're just coming through a visit. Maybe you're just walking through. But businesses see this day in and day out. So how have these kinds of altercations impacted these downtown businesses? Our producer, Bianca Rago, decided to find out. Uh, She spoke with Ziggy, a local business owner in Chinatown, whose store was personally impacted by that shooting back in February on Pender and Columbia. Immigrant white trash, Chinese person, yeah, a hate crime or two. With a 483% rise in racially motivated attacks since 2021 to a chilling 100% increase of attempted homicide, the spike in crime across Vancouver has been hard to overlook. There's a growing memorial outside of Vancouver Starbucks for Paul Schmidt who was fatally stabbed on Sunday. Vancouver police are investigating a triple stabbing near the Granville Entertainment District. A 30-year-old Surrey man is now facing charges after a man was stabbed to death in Vancouver's Chinatown in February. According to recent data released by the Vancouver Police Department, the majority of these crimes occur in District 2, which include the neighborhoods of Strathcona, Hastings Sunrise, Grandview, and the downtown east side. These four neighborhoods alone make up 40% of violent crimes in Metro Vancouver. Of all four neighborhoods, Chinatown seems to be the eye of the storm. This is something Ziggy, the owner of Blim, a family-oriented independent arts and crafts store on Pender in between Columbia and Maine, has first-hand experience with. So remember the shooting incident? He tried to come into our shop. We begin tonight with breaking news out of Vancouver, where the aftermath of a brazen daylight shooting on the city's downtown east side spilled into Chinatown this afternoon, forcing some businesses to temporarily lock their doors and bystanders wondering what exactly was happening. So what happened was my sister was working at the time, so she was dealing with a customer, and as he left, she heard him say, 
I didn't do anything. And then she went outside and all of a sudden she saw 10 SWAT cars <gasps> surrounding the front of Blim. It was like in the movies where it was like the SWAT team yeah. guns and they're ushering her to come out. And then suddenly a whole SWAT team swarmed into Blim with the guns, you know, like going through everything because they took down the gunman right in front of our store, like moments before that. But they thought there was a second gunman and they thought that he had come into Blim because he saw him trying to get in here. Yeah. So that happened. How does that make you feel working in an area where that can just happen? <laughs> well, it's weird because I've always been in the rougher neighborhoods. Like our alley is like murder alley, they call it, you know? It's like sort of known as the place where bodies are found in the dumpsters actually <gasps> before we moved here so i guess this area has always been it's been pretty bad since blim opened in 2012 the number of violent crimes has hovered around 2500 averaging at 2179 violent assaults in the past 11 years so i've kind of been used to being around this environment my whole adult life like I can't think about it in that way that would upset me to the point that I'd have to leave because, like, I don't really have a choice. So in order to keep her shop, her staff, and herself safe, Ziggy is followed in the steps of countless other store owners in Chinatown and has installed a doorbell on Blim's front door. This gives Ziggy and her staff enough time to assess who's trying to enter the store and whether or not they pose a threat. If I didn't have the buzzer installed, the shooting could have been like a hostage-type situation. So with the buzzer, it's a lot safer. Um, I mean, that gun incident was... That was like a one, like it doesn't happen like all the time, every day. Ziggy's considered moving her store to a safer neighborhood, but she says on the salary of an artist, along with the inflation and rising housing costs across the province, she's been unable to find a storefront with enough space to run her business that's actually affordable. That said, Ziggy focuses on the positives. They're sort of a community within the downtown east side. Like not everyone here is violent or criminal mm -hmm. or a drug addict. There's a lot of people with like mental health, with addiction, with recovery. There is quite a vibrant community here. It's just, you know, it's a little bit messy, <laughs> but it's still a community nonetheless. But at the same time, you know, I have to keep healthy boundaries. We have like a zero tolerance for aggression, but we do also try to include as much as the downtown east side as possible, you know, when it's feasible for us, you know, provided they, you know, behave. <laughs> Don't, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just that simple, you know. I mean, I'll turn away uh, someone who's, you know, quote unquote normal just if they have a bad attitude. <laughs> so really, like, it doesn't make a difference <laughs> if you're from the downtown east side or if you're just, you know, a person. But it, it is a constant work in progress and just being aware and moving slow, making decisions like having the door put in, but not in a way to shut out everyone. It's just more so we can screen people. It's, it's not meant to be exclusionary. It's just to protect our business. 
and it got all validated when that incident happened, which was pretty frightening. It was just one of those things. It's all very frightening when we see what's happening down there. That's our producer, Bianca Rego, who spent some time talking to some business owners, in particular, a Ziggy, local business owner in Chinatown, whose store was personally impacted by the February shooting on Pender in Columbia. So that was the you know, high-profile case. We talked a lot about that one at the time. And now I feel like this one is different. This death of 37-year-old Paul Stanley Schmidt has really shaken a lot of people, and rightfully so. I mean, he was killed outside a Starbucks Sunday afternoon, lots of people around, his wife inside getting drinks while he's outside with their three-year-old in a stroller. That is not by any stretch anything that is even remotely supposed to happen. So yeah, people are angry about that and people are fearful. So there are still so many questions about it. 